0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Numbers 23, 23. 23:23. During the conference, how many people got a word from God? You'll receive a teaching, a word. So this morning, I want to begin to talk about After a promise from God Or after a word from God Or what happens next What what happens when when God speaks What happens So, Numbers 23 Verse 19 Let's start from there Choir, God bless you Let's appreciate them Let's appreciate them We can do better Can we appreciate them hallelujah you know there are people that are not here this morning because they are afraid when it's election time some live in fear you want to know what is in the imagination of some people that one day on the road they will just stop you and shoot you that's what some people think so there's nothing I can tell us and there will be service next sunday all of us will be alive when we're coming back the plane was empty All empty seats. When we we're going, it was filled up. When we we're coming back, it was empty. I remember I came as we we're waiting to board. I, I, ask me, Georgia. This is funny. Ten minutes to boarding, just about twenty people. So what's going on? I said, you know, Nigeria. Maybe they are shopping. Maybe they was out of there. No, this is not their shop. This people, this why they keep to time. There is a reason. By the time we're leaving, I just found very few people. Every time more people are going, I saw somebody at the encounter and said, Ah, you are here. I said, I left last week, Pastor. He <laughs> said, so this, is, this is serious. And the Canadians are calling for the same thing. It's amazing. I've never been against anybody leaving. I've just said, Just make sure God is leading you. That if I see you going, I'll be happy for you. But just make sure salvation is not in Europe. If you have the opportunity and God says so fantastic, no doubt about that but don't think that nothing good will happen here Hallelujah Please if you know those who are not in church, they are afraid of the election just say there's nothing to be afraid of Alright, whether there will be election on Saturday or not, we don't know but Saturday will come, if there's election we vote, there's no election, we sit down at home but there will be household in the evening Enjoy yourself God is watching over you and he that keeps Israel does not sleep, nor slumber so there's absolutely nothing to worry about hallelujah some are I, I will watch online I will watch online I don't know if you we'll go whether I will come back home <laughs> hallelujah if God shows you how many dangers He's been keeping you from without you even knowing, it will surprise you. God is not a man. Let's read it together. God bless you. What's the meaning of this? It means exactly what he says: God is not a man. That means it does not lie. God bless you. Can have your seat. Oh, the way somebody says, Thank you. <laughs> I said, They'll be standing for eternity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry if I kept to stand here for a God is not a man that shall lie. So that means men, they lie if your neighbor is a man, you start to look at the person. <laughs> God is not a man that should lie. That means a man has a tendency of lying. <laughs> but in this place, it's not talking about a man telling you a lie. He's just saying that God is not in the realm of men where men do change their worlds. There can be situations that will make a man to change his words. If I tell you I'm coming to your place and they start shooting on the road and I can't come again, I can't come. If I tell you I'll be so-so-play, let's say you came by so-so time and they cancel the flight, I can But the Bible classes or categorizes that into men speaking and not being able to perform. But then Titus 1-2 Shows us more lights. Titus one two. Let's read. In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie. This is stronger. This is not saying God does not lie, it says God cannot lie. Hallelujah. God can lie means that whatsoever He says has to happen. If you are dark in color and God says you are light, before you look at the mirror, you have become light. Because God cannot lie. And remember, I've told you before God does not say things that are true, God says things and they become the truth. Whatever he says is the truth. Did you get that? I'm saying this for a reason. So, when God gives a promise, so one of such promises, Paul said, or whoever wrote Titus, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Thank God that the salvation that we have today. Was promised by God before the word started, and the Bible said, The one that promised he cannot lie. Why am I going this way? When there are meetings, conferences, worship experiences that people have prayed for, or personally, you are praying on your own, you have fasted when you receive a word from God. If you don't know what happens after God speaks, You will think God has told you a lie What I'm sharing with you this morning And those who are watching online Is so important Because when God speaks When God gives a promise The next thing is not the fulfillment of the promise The next thing is war Are you getting me? Hallelujah. Let's read one example. We will read many more or two more second service. But I want to start with this one. That means prepare yourself when you receive a word from God, prepare yourself when you receive a promise from God. In Matthew 13, that's not even where I'm going, but look at read: The moment the sower saw the seed, the Bible says that when persecution came because of the word, anytime the word is sown, it attracts first of all persecution before the fulfillment of the word of prophecy. And this is where people get discouraged. Except you have been taught what I'm sharing with you this morning. I remember the story where Jesus said to the boy who had epilepsy, you have read before, it's in Mark, Mark, Matthew 17, I think it's Mark 9, 9, and then Luke somewhere. When Jesus said to the father of the boy, Bring the boy to me. As the boy was coming to Jesus, the situation got more critical he began to converse and he fell down but Jesus was not about to be intimidated by that <clears throat> when Jesus didn't say come, the boy was okay of course he had epilepsy but at that present moment when they were talking with Jesus the epilepsy was not on him you know it's something that comes and goes so the boy stood with his father and the father was reporting the disciples, my boy has seizures. I brought him to your disciples to heal and they could not heal him. Then Jesus the master stood and he said, "Come, as the boy was walking to Jesus toward Jesus, the epilepsy started again. because that is the nature of Satan. When God has given a word, he goes after that word because he is after your faith. The first thing I want to emphasize, and probably this service, There are about three points. But the first point about when God speaks is that God does not consider details when He speaks. He speaks the end from the beginning. But He omits details. Did you get that? And this is the aspect of God that must be well understood by every Christian and I'll go back to this second service it is not a man that should lie so Jesus said let your son come and as he was coming towards Jesus the conversion started because when the word comes now let this first point I will try to say not too many so that we can at least just go with this first point and then I will move it a step for that second service that when god speaks he speaks about the end and you omit details. Hallelujah. For everyone that is a believer know this as you know the back of your palm. I'm I'm saying this to you on the back of your hand say know this. He speaks the end from the beginning. I think that is Isaiah 46:11 say I am the lord who declares the end from the beginning. When you don't know that aspect of him, you will not understand the workings of the Spirit of God. And remember, the Bible says, he made his way known to Moses and his art to the children of Israel. So there are ways of God. There are patterns of God. Only those who understand divine patterns can work successfully with God for a long time. When you understand, when you are only acquainted with the acts of God and you don't understand patterns, Patterns don't change. So, there are ways. So, one of heavenly patterns is the fact that the Almighty God, in His wisdom, He just doesn't talk about details. He talks about end and He leaves it there. So, Jesus said to the disciples, Let us cross to the other side that we might preach the gospel there. As they were crossing, then the wind, He didn't tell them that they were going to have a storm because God declares the end. As far as Jesus was concerned, were already on the other side so because we had a conference two weeks ago i'm sharing during the meeting, people receive words they receive revelations but if you don't know what i'm talking about it will look like a dream in the night that will just pass with time god cannot lie titus 1 2 every promise he has given he means those words he's serious about them but there is a pattern that god operates through it declares the end from the beginning and the leaves details out. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Let's start in have very few minutes. You are welcome, Pastor <laughs> Hallelujah. Very few minutes. Let's read 1st <laughs> King chapter 18. Hallelujah. We will get more seriously to the second service. 1st King eighteen. 18, verse 1. Hallelujah. It came to pass, after many days, now you know, Elijah caused the rain to pause. He said, no rain, no wind, except by my word. See, oh, thank you Lord Jesus. I didn't want to say this before, but see, say, ah, uh, P. Josh is there. And I told him to say this to the leaders. And the same that I put to Captain D one of the days as we were praying towards the conference we declared that no rain how many of you noticed that it started there was a damp a heavy rain very heavy on Saturday morning but it didn't last more than three minutes I was going to see uh, what's his name that Mr. Uh, uh, prophet told me around at me the, at the lounge there when I came out the force of the rain I wanted to say but Lord we prayed I just told Joshua we're outside there I held the sand the security police were watching me. The Lord told me that if you believe what you're about to be, do it right here where everybody's watching. And I said, Father, we i stopped this rain. So with thanksgiving, we we'll receive an answer. There will not be rain. I walk inside there to say, ah, me I just told my I came out and the rain has stopped completely. Now, on Sunday morning, because we are chairs outside, and we did not use canopy. When they asked me for, I said, no, we are not using canopy because we are praying. So we don't think i there, will not be rain. And there are digital screens like this outside. And it began to drizzle. There was a leader that told Captain D that ah, the, there are many people outside. The TV is about ready. In fact, they say it's already for what do we do? And Captain D just said no, there won't be rain. See, if one of the leaders had broken the edge by saying, If Captain D agreed with him that okay, do we now go for canopy? There would have been rain. I'll be wondering a Lord, but we prayed. See, I haven't prayed and receiving a word, it's not final. There is a job to do after that. And one of the things you must understand, what I'm telling you right now, that you must be acquitted with divine patterns that God leaves details. As far as it's concerned, so look at this scripture. After many days, so Elijah stopped rain. To stop it was very easy. Negative things are always very easy. He just said in first King chapter 17, there shall not be rain nor by no wind. He said, By my word, and he went to sleep. But if you note, if you read what he went through, to now bring the rain back. You know it's like you can smash something on the floor you will destroy it When they ask you to rebuild then problem will start. To say a word that will destroy people so it's very easy But to construct people To get somebody out of depression Build up people It's not always very easy Because we live in a very negative world Now Elijah haven't shot heaven for days Then he began The Bible says after men they the What Lord came unto to Elijah What was the title? After a word from God that's what I'm saying. After a word, or after a promise from God. The word came to Elijah of the Lord saying, Go show yourself unto Ahab. I will send rain upon the earth. Go and show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain. Is this direct enough? If you are looking at it, it sounded like once you stand before Ahab, and you see Ahab, rain will start falling. But look at verse 2. It's interesting. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab. What followed? Rain. Read? read it, everybody. Go back to verse 1. <laughs> Let's read it again. The Lord said, Go, show yourself unto Ahab, and I will send the rain. Go, show yourself, and I will send rain. Verse 2. <laughs> and Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab. Instead of rain, there was a sore famine. God did not tell him that he would defeat 450 prophets of Baal. Or 400. Then 450 prophets of Asherah God didn't tell him that he would kneel down, put his head between his toes. But Elijah continue to maintain. When he saw Ahab, even though he saw the drought, he saw the dry weather, he saw the empty sky, he said, I hear the sound of abundance. There are things, and I want to end there, that I will pick on. I want, I'm going to start on the second service. When God gives you a word, there are words given by God that there will be solution to what you are going through. But in many cases, there are words given by God. they will become a sword in your hand to fight your way through. Mm. This is the part that many don't know. So when Paul was speaking to Timothy, he said, Son Timothy, this charge I've committed to you, 1 Timothy 1.18, that you may wage a good warfare by the prophecies that have gone ahead. Not that Timothy... They are prophesied over you like they did during the conference. That does not mean this prophecy I'm talking about, Timothy. It's not the time that you receive, you say amen, and they begin to manifest. No. You receive, you say amen, they become a tool in your hand to fight your way through. Did you get that? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Ah. Look at it. This charge I commit to you, Son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before thee. Some put the prophecy on the shelf and they are waiting for the manifestation. Paul told Timothy that, no, pick the prophecy and wage a warfare. He called it a good warfare. What does this mean? I will elaborate a little bit on this second service. But remember the first point. God declares the end from the beginning. So they came to Jesus in John, John 11. They said, the one you love is sick. And Jesus said, really? Uh, he said, this sickness is not unto death. Then a few minutes after that, they said, Lazarus had died. If he were there, he would call Jesus a liar. When the said Lazarus had died, they just said that he is sleeping. I'll go and wake him up. Then later in the same chapter, Jesus said Lazarus is dead. He said the sickness is known to death. He said he was sleeping. Then he said Lazarus died. If I was one of the disciples, which one exactly do you want us to believe? You first said the guy was sleeping. Later you change it to, no, first said that he wasn't going to die. Then he said the guy died. Because Jesus has said before, I am the resurrection and the life. It does not matter what happens in between. You are going to, at the end of the day, you will see Lazarus standing. That is the most important thing to God. It does not matter what happens in between. The boat will be at the other side. Because the master said, let us go to the other side. Are you getting what I'm saying? But in between, that promise, you are going to hold on to it. That is how to wait a good warfare. I'll close this way and then maybe I'll start. Uh, but the, the, the point two is what I want to mo- I remember one day I was talking to somebody, uh, actually, uh, Apostle Man, and he was telling me, and then I told the workers this. When he was in ABU, I said, I've had the same experience before. In the early days of this, when I was in UI, and then when I was serving in MPC, he said, he will declare with his mouth, he will read in God's word. And he will believe God for a certain amount and start declaring with his mouth. Then he will act on his faith. He will go to the bank in their school. And he will sit down. Told so the banker, to check my accounts. Money has come in. And the woman just said, well, There's no money. And he said, He sat till three. Just need a look. It's going to happen. The woman said, Stop troubling me. I'll check your accounts. How many is that? There's no money. When they were about to close, said, Check one more time. She checked. No money. He waited for about one week. Confess again. Then he will go back to the bank again. I say, this is where you have come again. He always them to check your account and there's, there's no money. All true when he was in ABU. He never received those amounts. But you know what? Blessed are you if your faith does not shake. It means you have been trained by God which is part of what I was speaking about. Second service. Your convictions are your conviction regardless of external manifestation. God was training him. He said, as soon as ABU phase ended, now without confessing and expecting those money, he started having those amounts in his account regularly. Then he doubled and he doubled. And I said, it has happened to me also. There are times in your life that God will want to, it will mess up everything around you. So the intent that the only thing, the only creation you hold on to is his word. Outside his word, any form of manifestation outside, that can actually testify to the truth of the word, will be shut down until your eyes are on only one thing, the word. Yes. When it gives you a word about health, can you believe that it is the healer and that by stripes you have been made whole, regardless of what you feel in your body and regardless of how long you feel it? In other words, have you reached a point where you have separated what to observe from what the word says? And that if you are to make a choice, you go with the word forever, even though it does not line up with what you are saying. That moment, when that happens, you are, a door is open in the spirit, you begin to be a particular of what is called Hebrew chapter 5, those who have tasted the good word of God. It's like you are marked as a master in the realm of the spirit. But it's going to happen. Yeah. Where you are 10-20 in the church, and the pastor has done all kinds of prayer and the Lord says you are many and you believe him but you don't seem to be growing and you rejoice and truly believe that this is a very mighty church regardless of what you are seeing when that happens after a while you are marking the spirit as a man of faith at that point effortlessly the world begins to grow did somebody get what I have just said huh? Hallelujah! are you with me if you have received if you received any word from God during the meeting go back to that word don't sleep and just expect that the word will work many times you are going to walk the word it must be your mouth it must be around you then you must stand your ground based on what the Lord has said have I helped somebody this morning shall we rise So God alone be all the glory I'm going to continue the second. We look at one or two more people during the second service. Hallelujah. I want to lead us in prayer shortly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise. We love you. God is not a man that should lie. If he has said anything to him, he is committed to what he has said. He said to Abraham, walk before me and I will make my covenant. Genesis, same thing. Yes. When he speaks, it is done. But this pattern must be understood. He is faithful. He does not break his words. But you must understand this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, one of the reasons why God is also doing this is correcting the church, the body of Christ, from us putting too much attention on things we see on the outside and then focusing on the Word of God. There is life in the Word of God. Too much attention to external things are the reasons or part of the reasons why people going to occultism and all the many things happening in the nigerian church right now by the way let me say this to you as a warning this is coming from my spirit to you if a fetish minister pastor so-called a diabolical person a sorcerer masquerading as a minister ever speaks a word to you and you receive it you have put yourself in bondage You'll need Christ to deliver you. And this is multiplying right now, everywhere. See, I go up on the Yonder Scripture Union. The body of Christ will be saved. Let people go back to how it all started, read your Bible, pray every day. As simple as it sounds, I shared a few things with the leaders today. It's not only these ministers, they are not the only ones that are guilty. Church members are equally guilty. People want the sensational. I warned in the meeting I went for, one of the meetings I went for, there were about 30,000 people in that meeting I went to minister and I was telling them to expect to fall under power when you go for a meeting. Witchcraft will catch you one day. And if you don't understand what is going on right now, Native daughters have joined us pastors and there are many of them around right now. Since people want external shakings, if there are just that you put on your hand people will fall down. I grew up in a and I know I've seen people do all this on TV and all around. When I say I've seen a boy beat somebody with a charm and then the fellow, I mean, I don't know why people should put their attention on all those things. And what I've just shared with you right now, the moment people cannot hold on to God's word, expect the promise to be fulfilled, they begin to move around. If you move around, you have already become a very a victim. Satan will set you up and you will fall perfectly. And it's happening to many people. Then later they blame these pastors. But now you carry your leg go there. So many things going on. Run away from anything that sounds contrary to the word of God. So This is why the Church of Christ must be careful. Materials. Materials. Bring your clothes. Let's pray over it. Take this handkerchief. We have prayed over it. Handkerchiefs were taken from Paul. No doubt. About it. But I'm saying that the moment you begin to put your attention on material, something else will enter. Africans have gone beyond materials now. We've moved to all kinds. Now from, to many other things. Apostle Abala used water. Yes, he was a man of God, genuine man of God. But many other doctrines and things are coming in. And people are getting to bondage because they don't understand. That's why I'm actually warning you. It's very important. A lady told me that somebody came to her shop and gave her a word. And she, the person was accurate about what he described. Witches can do that with his. Word of knowledge is not limited to believers only. Every gift of the Spirit is to exalt Jesus. And if you are a man of the Spirit, you are not a performer. The Spirit moves as it wills. Once a man begins to be in control, that's another spirit. And I'm asking us to be very careful. I know before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, it will shut down this a new church will emerge, pure and holy. Because the adulteration is too much right now. And you know, many believers just don't know. They don't know. Hallelujah. Oh, ask altar to fight for you. Come and other. No. Jesus will fight for you, not altar. And there are many things that have entered our vocabularies in the church. And you know the reason, that's why I decided to go the simple way today. This word, wonders, signs, I want the leaders this morning, you hear even on TV, to so pray a very hot prayer, you'll stay alone, you'll remove your clothes and pray, those are courted practices. When did Jesus remove his clothes to pray? And when did, when did any apostle do that? Listen to me. There is no mountain. There is no real as anointed as yourself. The king dwells in you. He does not have any promise of dwelling on any mountain. Only the human spirit has the capacity towards God. He might, have, he might have demonstrated a few stuff on the mountain but the Bible says, greater is it that is in you. Hallelujah. The moment you start believing that you have to go to pray somewhere, you have already entered into idolatry. Where is the only place to pray? Your room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherever you fall on your knees, you are connected to heaven. Free Wi Fi. And they know your name there, they know you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I just listened to a preacher, and he said a lady came to meet him, and she told the preacher that I have a tenant who is very stubborn. Help me pray him away. <laughs> and the pastor said, Well, instead of that, why right, but Let's go see that tenant and share the word of God with the pastor. And while he was waiting, he said he didn't have time to go. Then the mama came back in, the pastor. So the pastor just wanted to just to get her off his back. He said, okay, you know, Mama, I'll pray about him. I'll just pray. And then Mama came to weeks later and said, Pastor, nothing has happened. One elderly woman left the church because of, she told me that somebody had jacked her husband and that the person should die. I am not Baba Lawu. The Son of Man has not come that any should. Can God give judgment? Yes, but must we be praying? How about the person repenting? So the woman came back to her said, Pastor, I don't know. Said Yoruba, I'm you, said, that nothing has happened to the person. That my former church, when the former one neighbor offended me, I told her, Said the pastor, took a paper, wrote something on it, told me to go and drop it inside inside the neighbors through the window. Said I did. In two days, his two sons died. And he was given. If I place some testimonies for you, it will shock you what we have turned the gospel to. Testimonies in church. Yes. Can God shut down So Yes. But we, a believer, must never pray that Lord, God is not a messenger of death. And the pastor was looking at the woman like this. So I too should pray. That this one also should lose. Mama, how many children do you want to kill? These are the things people have been taught. You know, it's very unlike me to speak against churches and I'm still not mentioning anybody. I don't do it. But I go to prayer meetings around, and you hear people, they, must prevent, they, they are just causing their enemies. When scripture union you know, came to Nigeria, I got born again very early. I used to join them for Bible study. There were no such prayers. And there were no enemies holding them bound. Where did we import all these sudden demons from? They appeared to be more powerful because we are deviating from the word of God. Nobody ever thought when I got born again that there was some spirit there seven days to be dealt with. I went to a white shop where I drank all kinds of water. Thank God when I got born again, they forgot to tell me that we need deliverance. I have never needed one. I go by the with a mentality of any man being Christ. Now they measure things people have to go through. First phase, one of deliverance. And I met people like that. A lady called me after 21 days dry one mountain. She called me to pray for her. I said, so you are still not delivered. I have never found that in the Bible. By the time a believer needs 21 days of fasting from a demon, what exactly did Jesus die for? Mark 16 17. This shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. We exercise authority over them, not because we have fasted for days, but because Jesus conquered them. Do we fast? Absolutely, yes. We fast the whole of August in this church. I fast every now and then. But your faith is not in fasting. Whether we fast or we don't fast, we can command the spirits. There is a covenant between God and Jesus. And we are benefiting from it in my name, they will come out. Witches will not stay off your room because you are praying for seven hours. They will stay up because you are blood washed. Somebody give God praise. Are you liberated? because <laughs> many live in fear. As I go to hospital to pray for somebody, you are considering your prayer life. Did God include your prayer life in one of the requirements? They shall lay their hands on the sick. Who are they? Those who believe. That's all that is needed. I know you'll be judged on the judgment if you ever add to what God has said. Don't add anything. Anytime you as a Christian, you face the power of darkness. You are guaranteed that you will always win. There was a neighbor we had when we were growing up who buried all kinds of things under. People feared that man. You know, <laughs> so people are so wicked that they have almost they've almost become like Satan, their father. He will sit outside in the night naked in a belt, waiting for people, children to laugh at him, and then he will attack them. We saw what he buried. Pots underground. We were playing ball one day, so there was rain, erosion, so a, a part of it was eroded off, and then. The port open, so we saw it. My son, and my brother, but we took it out. We broke everything. When we told our mom, she nearly collapsed. <laughs> everybody feared the man, but nothing happened. I told when I was secondary school. I'm not saying anybody should go do this, but you know the story. Even that one, I was. Afraid. I just saw that they just put the thing on the roundabout, and they pour new coins. One era, one, one, uh, one ten coins. And then the, a sacrifice. So I said, I'm my friend, Tundi, I will never forget. Tundi Osho. I said, are you seeing what I'm saying? I said, I'm seeing no. <laughs> so we stoned the pot. It broke. So the coin spilled out. We just took it. went to wash it in tap. Oh boy, we're rich. We're sponsoring people in school. You know, all those men coming to sell, break time. We're just buying things. Prosperity is good. <laughs> all men, we honor you. People were coming around, hailing us. I remember after we finished playing football, all the water people bought. Now that there was no pure water, the, principal, the head minister would just say that they must be sure people bringing water to students must be clean water. So, all the cups were on me. I tell all the players, go and get go, go the cup. Go and get the cup. Then I bought fish pie for everybody. <laughs> and the following day, Today was not in school. And then he was sick almost to death and I was scared to death. Now, I had faith in my white garment children that if they could take me to church, they would give me a particular water I would drink and, and nothing would happen to me. But the problem was to tell my father that I took money. it would kill me before the demon. <laughs> Let me kill you first. So I couldn't say. So i mean, I'm like, Okay, let me wait. When I start feeling, after seven days I felt nothing. So I beg, there's nothing. We've eaten. Paul called them dumb idols. He said the idols are nothing. Nothing. Don't magnify demons. Somebody want this message. Pastor, he doesn't understand my whole family. He does not understand our family. Yes, I do understand your family. But I understand the word of God. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise. Thank you for your word. we receive your word, Lord. We ask, Lord that grant us grace to be doers in the precious name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we we'll be believe you are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed. you.